You're listening to K-Squid, Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. My name is Julian, and I'm an intern at Your Future is Our Business, a Santa Cruz County nonprofit which helps students ages 10 to 18 explore careers and start the career journey. We provide career expos, panels, guest speakers, and more. Today, I'm here with my other host, Nick. Hi, everyone. Our show, What to Be, highlights the career journeys of inspirational people in Santa Cruz County. If you've ever thought, hmm, how'd they get this job, or what is this job really like, then keep on listening. We would also like to remind listeners that the opinions expressed by today's guest do not necessarily reflect this career in its entirety. Today we're joined by Rob Geichel, who is currently a Chief Operating Officer. So, thank you, Rob, for being here with us today. Um, so, you're a Chief Operating Officer exactly where? Yeah, I'm the uh, chief operating officer at Verve Coffee Roasters here in Santa Cruz. Yep, yeah, we're uh, our corporate office is uh, right at our roastery in Seabright, so right next to the uh, climbing gym at uh, Pacific Edge. So, how many locations are there in Santa Cruz? There's the one at Pacific. Mm-hmm. Then... Yeah, we have four locations in Santa Cruz. Uh, we have three in LA. We have one in San Francisco and three in Japan. And we'll be opening up uh, a new roastery in L.A. here shortly and a new cafe in Palo Alto. And I forgot, we have one on the Facebook campus as well. So, oh, is, that, is that one new? Or? Yeah, it's relatively new. It's uh, just, just for Facebook employees, but it, it's our cafe that we run for them. So, okay. yep. So how did this all start? I mean, <laughs> if you can just like... Yeah. So um, I joined Verve... Uh, a little over three years ago now, and I joined as the, um, what was my initial title? I was in finance and accounting, um, and, and so my background is is kind of in finance, accounting, and, and operations. Um, how did it all start? I was looking for a job because I had sold a couple businesses of my own, and I had just wrapped up the sale of my father's business, uh-huh. um, and uh was basically looking for a job. So, <laughs> and at that time, was Verb, Verb like much smaller? Or? Yeah, um, it was. It had. Um, I think we were had six cafes at that time. Um, so we've kind of doubled in size since I've been there. Um, and you know, the position initially was just kind of finance and accounting, and I kind of uh, gravitated towards more of a operational role, um, and and hence now being the chief operating officer. So on like a day-to-day, what are some of the things you do? For... Yeah, day-to-day, um, I mean, I am I ultimately am responsible for kind of all facets of operation. And so at Verve, we have um, our retail, our cafes that are, many people are you know familiar with. Um, and so I have a retail team that um, rolls up to me. Um, I'm, you know, in charge of accounting and finance. Um, also, our wholesale team uh, rolls up to me. So we do a lot of sales to um, wholesale accounts. We sell into a lot of tech uh, campuses um, in the Bay Area. Um, right here close to us, Plantronics is a, is a customer, for example, buys our coffee. Um, so there's our wholesale side of the business that I support. Um, and day to day, I mean, there's a lot of projects that I'm also involved with, all the build outs. Um, so uh, I have a store development team that works on building out our cafes that I that I support. Um, so there's a lot of project management is, is the day to day. A lot of emails to be answered, um, a lot of um, 
spreadsheet work um, and a lot of just kind of coordination of um, people internally and externally to support the various projects and initiatives that we're working on. So awesome. you're in charge of basically all the all the branches. Yes, I like to say that I I, I try to keep um, I try to keep the the lights on, everything moving forward, <laughs> everything everything going. Um, so uh, I'm also a, a CPA, so um, you know I have a background in, in accounting, and so I joke that I'm literally a bean counter counting beans. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean I. I um, you know, it. Uh, I think it, this role as a chief operating officer. I mean, ultimately, um, you know, I, I make sure that that things keep moving forward in the direction that you know is set out by myself and the rest of our executive team. So, and is the position what you thought it would be? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Are that any surprises that. <laughs> um, there's always a lot to learn, and I think that. Um, in a position like um, operations or accounting and finance um, or, or any position for that matter. I mean, if, if you um, are willing to kind of raise your hand and, and take on, you know, new projects or new challenges that you learn a lot. So um, I didn't expect to know, learn so much or, or need to learn so much about um, building out cafes or building out a roastery or, um, developing new products. Um, you know, we just launched our, a, a product in a can. I, I didn't know anything about putting coffee into a can. <laughs> so, um, yeah, th those are all things that I had no idea that I would have to be responsible for or figure right. out and <laughs> going into it. Right. Uh, what are some of the other challenges that you weren't aware of like, coming into this role? Yeah, I mean, it, it um, I've, I have never had as big of a team and, and so um, I've never had as many direct reports as I as I have now so um, you know kind of being an effective leader um, you know I had to figure out and and so there's there's challenges around communication um, I've, I've never had to manage a team that wasn't kind of in a central office I mean since we have cafes in LA and in the Bay Area and San Francisco and Japan there's there's just a lot to um, uh, you know, figure out that communication, you know, so it's been, um, you know, it's been a challenge, not, not a challenge in a native way, but it's been a challenge to, to, and, and continues to be to try to figure out, you know, effective ways to communicate across, um, regions, time zones, yeah. you know, cultures. So, um, yeah. Cause it must be, it must operate differently in Japan. Yeah, yeah, no, it Even does. Sizes and everything. Exactly. Yeah, no, there, so. there's a lot of differences, um, and um, you know, we, we we actually learn a lot from each other um, on how we're delivering the brand and product. So, right. yeah. So, could you walk us, I guess, through um, your education, sure, your journey towards the chief operating <laughs> officer? Yeah, I mean, um, journey is the correct way to describe it. So, um, yeah, I went to Aptos High um, and afterwards uh, attended Santa Clara University. I, I thought that I wanted to be a doctor, uh, started as a chemistry major, um, got a C in organic chemistry and was devastated, uh, thought I could never become a doctor and dropped all my science classes and took a random set of classes and one of them being economics and I enjoyed it. So I continued on studying economics, um, 
the interesting part was for me, um, I was already in the School of Arts and Sciences, so I didn't take any business. Um, the economics was either in the business school or arts and sciences, so I didn't have any business classes. Um, and afterwards, I, I honestly didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. Um, so I, I took a job as a financial analyst uh, at a semiconductor company. Um, and the unique situation there was it was a rotational program. So I was able to rotate through a bunch of um, departments within the company. And so I got a great, um, great exposure to all kinds of different accounting and finance um, type positions in the semiconductor company. Um, from there, I decided to move back to Santa Cruz because I missed, uh, despite not being that far away, I just missed living on this side of the hill. Um, and I started working um, for my dad's company that I'd always kind of worked at. That was kind of my summer job. He has a whole, he had a wholesale um, meat distributorship. Um, so I, you know, I, I, continued to work with him because ultimately um, the person that was kind of uh, his main person ended up leaving for various reasons and, and I kind of um, filled that position um, and and from there um, you know did a lot of all kinds of things at the company from our accounting our finance to our sales purchasing um, just kind of general operations um, and uh, it's I don't know if either of you have ever worked with family. It can be difficult. <laughs> so I worked there for almost eight years and decided that I needed a change. Um, and I went back to Santa Clara and got a um, certificate of advanced accounting proficiency, which allowed me to take the CPA and, and get my CPA certificate um, or license. And from there, I worked at PricewaterhouseCoopers, which is a large um, global uh, accounting firm. Um, and really thought that I was going to pursue a career as a um, CPA, but after a year, decided that I wanted to be more um, in in business rather than just a consultant and rather than just someone that was providing a service. Mm -hmm. So, um, as I said, it was a journey. So I, I bought yeah. a few businesses after that. Um, went back working for my dad, and then ended up at Verve after I sold those businesses. And so, so CP CPA is certified. Public accountant. accountant yeah. Okay. yeah 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 and um so what was your first job the f my very outside after college <laughs> or before college <laughs> my very first job was in the family I guess business I could ask, what, what, job, <laughs> what job um during college yeah. or before i think before you graduated mm -hmm. had the most impact impact um now that I'm at Verve, my time spent at Starbucks, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but no, I, I had a, a an in, an internship that um, actually it was impactful because I, I I was thinking about doing uh, kind of public policy in in economics and and kind of working with um, public policy issues. So I worked in a, a um, it was a, a nonprofit that was. Um, it was called Joint Venture Silicon Valley, and it was there to try to help um, not promote, but but look at what was working and not working for companies in Silicon Valley and try to help um, companies and um, and uh, municipalities and um, even education um, to uh, make sure that the best of the best aspects of the Silicon Valley were you know promoted and, and that some of the problems were also being addressed. So we did things like everything from 
how do you solve the traffic that the Silicon Valley has, you know, to how do we keep attracting, um, you know, talent into tech companies. Um, but in working there, I decided that I didn't want to pursue public policy. So that was very impactful. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so. it's like those positions or those, ex those experiences that like push you towards a different direction. Exactly. Yeah. I think you always learn from them. Right. And I think yeah. that that's, you know, um, it's, I, I didn't clearly know what I wanted to do. I, I always wanted to do, be many things um, mm. and I've pursued many things. Um, and each time I pursued something new, I learned something that I was able to apply to my next position, so. Would you say that you're still on the journey right now? I mean, are you still trying? Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, it. it um, I think that no matter what you do, I think that you, you're going to be more successful if you take that type of mindset into your position that you have to always grow and learn no matter what you're doing. And you have to continue to be flexible and open-minded and, and, um, trying to improve not only yourself, but whatever you're doing for that position. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm completely still on, on a journey. And so. Very cool. Is there something that keeps motivating you to keep growing and keep expanding? Yeah, I, I, um, I think that I've always naturally kind of had that um, drive, I guess. Um, you know, for example, you know, I, I always um, I always wanted to be a pilot. And so I, I got my pilot's license, you know, when I was 17, but then decided that I didn't want to be a pilot as a um, career, but through that, like that kind of just um, hunger for something new, you know, I learned to that that I can take something somewhat complex and figure it out and and be successful at it. Um, so, um, yeah, it. it uh, I honestly forgot your original question, so. <laughs> if you can go back and do anything differently, um, I guess, academically, professionally, personally, what would it be? It's a very good question. Um, I wouldn't worry as much about not knowing. So, you know, like I, like I was saying before, like I, there was a lot of things that I thought I wanted to be and, you know, they, they can cause it can cause a lot of, it can be stressful, not necessarily knowing or, or pursuing one thing and then finding out that no, that's not what you thought it was. And therefore you're not going to take that direction. And so, um, I, I think that if I could go back, I would, you know, embrace not knowing mm -hmm. and continue to be curious without the stress of, oh, I, I need to know. Or, you know, I need to find that job or I need to, you know, quote unquote, figure it out. Um, so I think the decisions I made, I, I learned a lot along the way there. It just, you know, I wish I wouldn't, I wish I wasn't so stressed about them. <laughs> so, right. I mean, in that Wi-Fi would be, we work with high school students. Mm -hmm. So I guess my question would be, what is a piece of advice that you have for a student who feels lost lost yeah i would say that it's um 
that that's an opportunity to while you know and acknowledge that 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 it is stressful feeling that way but it's an opportunity to continue to explore um and um you know i i wouldn't at, at such a young age as a high schooler like i wouldn't worry about feeling lost and then i would take many different directions because that's what you're that's what's going to help you ultimately to find what you you know gravitate towards um but it's embracing that and 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 being okay with it um and and taking that as an opportunity to um explore so right. and i think we all go through that i mean when i was in high school i wanted to be a nurse mm -hmm. <laughs> like i'm not interested in anything medical now yeah know? so so yeah that's definitely something and that you can that at such at any age i mean i might when i went when I changed kind of directions, I was in my mid thirties and, and then I went to work at this big, you know, accounting firm where, you know, my, you know, my peers, those that were first year, you know, CPAs were straight out of college, you know, and, and it doesn't, you know, you can change course and it's okay. Um, and, and, um, you know, um, Ultimately, I think those kind of changes just help kind of fill your your sort of personal and professional toolkit. So, was there someone instrumental to to your success? Yeah, I mean, I think that um, you know, working with my dad um, uh, certainly was uh, a very powerful experience, um, and you know my you know both my parents my mom as well um for a time there i i i was thinking about education and so you know her being an educator <laughs> so um and then along the way i mean I, I had a lot of managers at my first job um i had i had a manager that that i was warned was a very difficult manager to work for but he ended up teaching me a ton you know and and i'm like and what job was this? This was right out of college. I was a financial analyst and, and um, you know, I think that he instilled, um, you know, a, a strong work ethic. He, he worked hard and I wanted to make sure to, you know, live up to his expectations. And he taught me a lot, you know. Um, I knew nothing about Excel and spreadsheets. And after working with him, you know, I would, I don't, don't want to say I was a wizard, but I, I came away with knowing <laughs> far more than nothing. Right. So, so how much about coffee do you have to know <laughs> in your job? No, I mean, that's, it's, that's all part of the learning process. Um, you know, I, I kind of joked earlier that that job in college was my time at Starbucks, but it's, you know, it, I didn't think that I, I, I've always kind of been in the food industry, you know, the family business was a wholesale meat industry, I had a few small food companies on my own. So um, I kind of understand the food industry at large, but didn't have any specific coffee knowledge other than my time in Starbucks. Right. Um, so it's all been I, I've picked it up along the way, you know, and um, that, you know, I think that's another kind of good lesson to point out is that you don't necessarily need to know the specifics, right? But if you have this general kind of um, experience, you know, you could step into, you know, a company that's in the food industry. Maybe I don't know much about coffee, but I know quite a bit about the food industry and I know quite a bit about accounting that allows you to like step into something that is 
different in its in its product or delivery or specifics, but you know enough in general to you know uh, be successful in and so. And how many careers would you say career pathways would you say there is at Verve? Oh, that's, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, we're, I think there's more than usual because we have these kind of different channels of business, you know, yeah. so we have a retail side. So there's career paths in retail um, where we develop even, even within retail, we kind of develop other pathways. Um, so if you don't want to go into management in retail, there's educational opportunities, um, you know, because we have to train all of our staff. So we have trainers. Um there's sales opportunities because we have a wholesale department. Um, there we have a lot of internal marketing, a lot of internal um, web uh, design. Um, there's purchasing, whether it be the green coffee or just for our um, you know supplies and whatnot that go into our cafes. Um, so it uh, you know it being a um, you know, medium sized business, there's, you know, every, every part of business is, you know, we, there's a pathway at Verve basically. So, and that's an important point because mm -hmm. I think when you're in high school, the only options you see is like doctor and firefighter, mm -hmm. the most cliche careers. Mm -hmm. But I think interviewing guests, like previous guests, they just have so within the organization, they have so many different kinds of like different fields and subfields no and it's something that i didn't know as a high schooler i mean i wanted to be a doctor right and and you know i you know i know that so um it uh it's a really good point i mean that there are um in most companies you know it's more than just what they actually do right i mean there, there's a lot of support in companies than just the product or service that they offer that can be a career pathway so and you said even yourself like at verve you kind of had a role but then you expanded mm -hmm. it to like what it needed to be and right. what you wanted it to be right yeah yeah and i think that that you know um i think that a lot of that was just back to my kind of curious nature and and um you know i think that as someone in operations, whether it's the chief operating officer or an operations manager or, or supervisor or coordinator um, or project manager, those are all kind of, you know, the, the sort of job titles that, you know, may feed into a chief operating officer someday. Um, I think that you need to be curious, flexible, and basically just have this drive to get stuff done because that's ultimately what you're charged to do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's... Uh, Operations is a very interesting um, uh, career path if you just like to have a wide scope of um, business and like to, in general, um, kind of drive things forward. Um, and then accounting, you know, if, if you're interested in business, I didn't, I didn't um, get into accounting until after I was part of my family's business for eight years. I honestly dropped my only accounting class in undergrad because um, I thought this is I don't need this. Um, but ultimately went back and you know got my CPA. And and if you're interested in business and you're interested in like growing as a leader within business, I mean understanding accounting and being able to follow the money. I mean that that's how you really get a grasp of business, right? Um, because 
um, that you know you're you're able to see so much of a business when you are accounting for it. So, have you traveled a lot with first? I get to go to LA a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I um. It, there are opportunities. I'm supposed to go to Honduras in May, but I may instead be opening up our roastery in LA. So um, there, there, we do send our, our cafe managers and we send our wholesale team and we have a program where we send baristas to Japan. So um, we, we do kind of have like different travel opportunities for people. Um, right. But So these baristas are recruited from the States? Or... No, we um the the baristas in Japan are all from from Japan. Yeah. Um, but we do kind of we we've had had um kind of like an exchange program in the past where we'll send some of our baristas there and and they'll have some baristas here in Santa Cruz. So oh, that's really cool. yeah, because I yeah. feel like that opens perspectives up for Americans and for both Japanese. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's a cool opportunity and and just the coffee general coffee industry in general is a very global you know industry with a lot of the coffee being grown in you know South America and Africa. Um, so it, you know, in general, I think that co the coffee industry is, is, um, quite global and has global an opportunity to be, um, to travel and to be kind of have a more global perspective. So in your opinion, what's, what are some good qualities of a, of a good leader? That's a very good question. Um, I think that you have to be. You definitely have to be a good listener. Um, you definitely have to be, but at the same time, be be confident without um, being a micromanager or overbearing. Um, as I'm thinking about your answer, these are all things that I'm continuing to work on. <laughs> so, I think we all are yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Um, I, I think. I, I, let me, I, I strive to be a good leader by leading by example. And there's nothing that I would ask anyone that I lead that I wouldn't do myself. And so I, I think to, to, to sum up the answer that, that it's a, a, a good leader leads by example. So. It's short and sweet. It's yeah. Like, leads by, like... I, I have no <laughs> fear of cleaning bathrooms and I have clean bathrooms at Verve and I have no fear of even, you know, I'll jump on behind the register, I'll do dishes, I'll do anything and everything anyone that works for me does. And, yeah. and I think that that's what, um, yeah, is, is a good leader. So. And what are some of your favorite parts about your job or a favorite memory? Or... Yeah, no, I, I think the, all the learning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the ability, I, I'm not, um, I think the perspective it gives me for the company overall and, and all the learning that I've had to do. Um, so I, I it it's a challenge and it keeps me growing and it keeps me interested. So I think I asked this, but when you when you first started at Verve, how many locations were there? Uh, we had six. And now there's twelve. Yeah. So it's doubled. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and we'll you know, I, I, we continue to grow. <laughs> so, so is there anything else you want to achieve, whether it be at Verve or just in your life right now? That you're still like striving for yeah um <clears throat> i think back to the leadership question i mean i i i want to continue to um while i think leading by example is important there's many other aspects of being a good leader and i want to continue to um you know work on those those aspects of being a good leader um you know at verve um you know there there are 
you know, continue to grow and learn and, and continue to help the company um, grow and be successful. So, um, and, and and learn whatever tools or whatever new projects or or or, um, or tasks that I'm set to do, you know, to, to keep striving and moving forward. But, um, so the last question we have for you is, what is one thought or piece of advice you would like to leave our listeners with? Yeah, I think I would go back to your question about um, feeling lost, and and I don't, um, and and it that being okay, and 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 not being not not trying to to overcome the stress that that may that you may feel about being lost, and trying to turn that around into curiosity, um, and knowing that you know there are you know there's a lot of time in your life Mm -hmm. and not necessarily knowing what you want to do as a young person is, is okay, but continuing and, and, and discovering and, and making it a journey, um, is what it's about. And I, I know it's stressful, but, but just trying to, to, uh, turn that stress or that feeling of loss into curiosity. Yeah. That can take you a long, a long way. Yeah. For sure. That's good. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today and telling us a part of your story. <laughs> and thank you to all our listeners for tuning in to today's career story with your hosts, Julian and Nick, on our show, What to Be, with today's guest, Rob. If you would like to be on the show, have questions, or want to request a specific career, send us an email at whattobe at ksquid.org. If you enjoyed our show, please join us again next Sunday at 90.7 FM K-Squid Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. or online at ksqd.org. Thank you.